You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, we got 15 minutes on the clock. Let's talk today about, uh, it's actually a question we get quite often. Let's talk about windows of movement. We get the question we'll get is, okay, my hips rotate, you know, they've, this player has gone and got on a K vest or he's gone and had been measured in 3d or, you know, some of these apps that you can get now. And it's okay. My hips are 45 degrees in the backswing. Is that in, is that in the right range of motion or do I need to add more? Or do I need to take more away or, you know, reduce that? And it, it's a good question. We get it from just about every part of the body. Like what are the good basic windows of movement for these body sections that if you're inside of these windows of movement, you can put a check mark beside that and not really have to worry about. Yeah. And you know, the, the more we look at good swings using 3d, Mike and I have a, both have 3d gears motion capture system. It's probably the most advanced you could get for what, what we do with golf instruction. Um, you know, we see, very similar movement patterns with the body with good players. There's not a lot of major differences like, oh, there's a million ways to do it. We just, with the body movements, uh, we just don't see it. They all operate inside of a certain, like Mike said, we call them windows in our swing system. If you're part of our membership site, you know what that is. But we, um, we look for you to stay in certain windows. And like Mike said, if you're doing that, we can kind of check that box and we don't need to go there. And um, the body, very similar movements from from the players that we've seen that are high level players. Exactly right. There's not a million ways to do it, and there's not, you know, it, one movement shouldn't create seven other matchups that you have to do to make up for that one movement. And when you look at the swing like that, if you just operate in these basic, really good, really functional windows you're going to be able to play at a pretty high level you know provided you can putt provided you can think provided you can make good decisions and all those mm-hmm. things it's not going to be a swing issue once you start moving in these windows of movement yeah and and, and yeah go ahead sorry it's all right and i think that you know it's kind of where you want most golfers to live there's always going to be a gym fear right there's always going to be someone who kind of breaks the mold but when you you can't ignore 900 pros and say okay but what about that guy mm. right what about the 900 good point about jim Furyk, but i bet you on 3d he's his body movements yeah. pretty standard wouldn't you and say then what, yeah absolutely and then what does differ is we're so used to seeing videos of the golf swing and we've done we've shown this so many times you can take the exact same golf swing and we've done this with you a number of times take the exact same golf swing filmed with three different cameras, slightly different angles, 
And that one golf swing, again, it's the same golf swing, will look totally different three different times, right? With three different cameras, we'll produce three different looking golf swings, even though they're both recording the exact same golf swing. So when you see someone, you know, a talking head on the golf channel or whatever, and they're saying, look, this is Tiger in 2000, and this is him in 2019, and look how much better it was in 2000. And the camera angles are so different that Tiger in 2000 wouldn't look like Tiger in 2000 with those two different camera angles. So that's part of what feeds into this. There's so many ways to swing the club. But when you actually have measurable data, and you, you can remove all of that distortion from different camera angles, and you look at okay, this is how the pelvis moves. This is how the hips move. This is how the right knee moves. This is how the right shoulder moves. You can see everybody functions in a pretty narrow set of windows. Yep. And absolutely correct. And like I said, the more we, the more we look at it, the more, more we see the similarities. I have a camera angle story. I don't know why I laughed about this. <laughs> so Mike, exactly right. And a lot of you are going to listen to that camera angle part. Oh yeah, I got that and gloss over, but you you don't, you shouldn't do that because everybody on this podcast is probably trying to get better at golf. And when you film your swing, it's important. So I had one of my, um, one of my college students come in. She's, she's a a lady golfer. She plays D one golf. She's probably going to end up playing on the LPGA tour. I've had her since she was 13. And, uh, she comes in last week and she's like, I've been working on my swing. I've been working on my swing using the lobby. I'm like, Oh, good, good. And she gets in my hitting bay and she's like, that didn't look like that on my live view. I was like, why do you think that is? She goes, is it where I put the camera and make the swing look different? I said, Alden, you've been, in, I mean, you've been with me for seven years. I was like, you gotta have it. You gotta have it on your hands, through the hands, to the target. She goes, oh, I, I got it now. I got it So back to the drawing board. So she, you know, working on the swing for a good three, four days, you know, the camera's in a weird spot. So, um, you know, she, she'll figure it out, but don't gloss over what Mike said. Sorry to derail the podcast, but it just hit me funny that that just happened about two days ago. <laughs> I mean, it will, it'll change. You want to change your golf swing, have someone else hold the camera. Your golf yeah. swing will change. You yes. want to have, you want to change it on the next swing? Let another buddy hold the camera. Yeah. You get three people filming your swing at the same time. You're going to have three different looking golf swings. And, uh, yes. And Mike and I've been doing a lot of eye lessons, tons. I mean, tons of online lessons where people will send in their swing. We review it and send them back a voiceover. And I am shocked at how bad these camera angles are. I mean, God bless you guys. I know you're trying at home, but you know, we've got plenty of videos on how to set up the camera. Um, and if you, if you, anybody listening to this wants to do an eye lesson, we'd be glad to help you out with that, but please send us some good camera angles. Cause it's just, <laughs> I end up having to email you back and then you have to go film it again. And then it's, it, you know, it's just, just pay attention, you know, to the details. Cause that's where the devil is always in the details, right? If the camera angles are wrong, I really can't give you a good eye lesson or a good online lesson. Right. Okay. Yep. So everybody's, everybody's on camera. Yeah, let's turn into a camera conversation. Okay. So everybody's <laughs> on, everybody's got that nailed. Okay. All right. Now let's talk about the actual windows of movement that we see with measured data, okay, regardless yeah. of what the swing looks like. Because again, you're going to see different looking bodies will produce different looking swings, even though those same movements are very similar. Yeah. And um, we'll talk about, let's just, we're halfway, I'm more than halfway done here. Let's talk about what the, the pelvis does as okay. far as that goes. And, you know, for my own swing, let's say I'm, I'm a fairly inflexible guy. 
and you know I end up rotating outside of the rotation window like I rotate too much with my lower body so you you can think to yourself okay so I know I'm outside the window now why would I be able to do that if I'm an inflexible person well I'm I'm not tilting enough and so when you're looking at these windows you have to understand that you're not only looking at rotation of the body segments, let's say you're also looking at, are they tilting the right way? Because the golf is played on a tilted angle and the window not only compromises rotation, but also how much you're, you're tilting as far as let's just say the backswing. Wouldn't you say Mike, like if someone yeah, is outside the window, what's causing it? Don't just turn less. Right. How do we fix it the right way? And the right way is not just turning less it's let's tilt the body in a way that you do max out the turn uh, a lot less because you physically can't go any further because when your hips are tilted, they don't turn as much. Yeah, and you know because of the golf swing, because the ball's on the ground most of the time or on a tee very close to the ground, you know we can't play. Golf would be a lot easier, I think, if we could just play it like tee ball and we can basically stand up pretty straight and just rotate. We'd all rotate better. Be so We'd easy. all do that. But because the ball's on the ground or on a tee, there's always going to be an element of rotation, an element of bend, and then an element of side bend or tilt with, with every one of these parameters. Uh-huh. And so you're always having to dial that combination of movements to make sure you get the right overall movement. And like, like you were saying, Sean, if you can, I can gain my normal rotation in a backswing is like 42 degrees when I'm in good tilts. I can get that up to 69 degrees pretty easily if I just throw my side bend out the window. Just flat hip turn. Just flat hip turn it. Problem is my shoulder tilts and turns start getting real wonky. The club starts to do some goofy things. But hey, I added rotation in my backswing, so I should hit it farther, right? Yeah, more is better, right? I mean, it's just (laughs) not true. So I mean, we see it all the time. People standing up, making backswings now. It's like, okay. Yeah, so that window there, of, you know, I'd say 35 and we're rounding these off 35 to 45 degrees of hip turn with the proper amount of tilts is a pretty darn good window to be in. And that's going to encompass most of the golfing public. Certainly good or better players, gooder players. And yeah, they're gooder, man. They're, they're a lot gooder than other good other players. But that's going to, that's going to, if you can be in that range of motion and there's going to be some in the high end of that, there's going to be some in the low end of that. You know, you talk about flexible golfers, like all the, and, and, you know, junior golfers, they, they can turn their seemingly turn their hips. I mean, excuse me, turn their chest like an owl turns its head. They can just rotate it around their body without really much else moving. Mm-hmm. But, but most of us who work for a living, you know, those days are long gone. So being in the hip rotation window of about 35 to 45 degrees, and you can put a, you know, alignment stick through your belt loops, lay a club on the ground, 90 degrees, and just kind of get a really good guesstimation of that. Now, again, you just want to make sure that that, that, that edge is tilted. The edge of that alignment stick is tilted. If it starts to look level and you're getting more rotation, you're not doing it correctly. Yeah, we call that just spinning with your you know, spinning with your ankles or spinning from your ankles. It really you're not you're not loading up the body in any way that's going to help you on the downswing. So if you can figure out, okay, I got the alignment stick through my belt loops. So the right side's getting a little higher, and you'll see you know it gets a little restricted up. You know when it starts getting in that forty five, 
50 range, you know, in that range, that's probably where you're going to end up maxing out, especially if you maintain good tilts. And if you're able to go more, you're flattening things out that puts you in the outside the range. You know, I see a lot of, you know, I see it all the time. A lot of higher handicappers that are probably inflexible out of shape, making these massive backswings. It's like, well, I know you're not doing something right because there's no possible way you should be able to turn your body more than me, let's say, right? Or 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 or, <laughs> or fl- more really than uh, or name like the tour player, yeah, Dustin Johnson, right? But the difference is Dustin's maintaining his tilts um, as he's it's doing he's that. Using now, the backswing to set up his downswing. Yeah, and, and then the opposite's true. If you're, let's say that you, this, I like talking about the hips just because everybody can kind of visually see easily kind of sense that. So if you're, let's say you don't have enough backswing rotation. Well, why is that? Well, it's probably because you got too much lateral sway. Like you've done such a sway into the right side or away from the target that now you've re- overly, re- you've got too much tilt. Now you're outside the tilt window. Now you can't rotate. So the tilt and the turn is so interrelated on how you do this correctly. I think everybody is enamored with rotation right now, and they probably always have been, but they're leaving out the most important part, which I think is the correct amount of tilts as yeah. far as the window is concerned. It's funny you talked about the sway restricting it. I see golfers who overturn sway the other way. They'll sway the hips towards the target in the backswing. Yep. Reverse overturn, hip slide. Flatten it out. And you're basically, I love the term you use, just you're pivoting around your ankles at that point rather than mm-hmm. pivoting around the hip with the tilt. All right, let's move up the chain a little bit. So that's the hips. What about the torso? Um, you know, for all intents and purposes, it's been said for years and years, you know, it's around that kind of 90 degree chest rotation. Uh, if you put a sensor on the back of your, where your uh, shirt tag is, you see some systems like that, like K-Vest, you know, get your back to the target basically be, would be a pretty good window. But again, I mean, that puts you in the window, but how did you get there? You got to make sure that you, the left shoulder goes down toward the ground as you do that. That's a, a missing piece and a key differentiator between better golfers is that left shoulder, when they start to turn, it turns down toward the ground. Yes. It, it's, it, it tilts. And I think golfers just think turn. They've been enamored with turn, and that's what they've been told their whole golfing life is turn, 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 but they leave out the most important part is the tilt part. And the window has to be there. You have to have a certain amount of tilt. You want to tilt at the top of your swing, you ought to be um, – the same amount of tilt to the left as you were bent forward at address, if that makes sense. Yep. Right. No, if you're like 45 it. degrees bent toward the ground at address with your torso at the top, you need to be left side bent uh, 45 degrees to, to maintain a pretty stable axis is what you, we would say. Yeah. And I think a good, a good window to look for there, since this is about windows of movement is mm-hmm. basically double what you did with the pelvis. So if you keep your arms crossed, and you've got your pelvis, you've got your alignment stick there and your belt loops, and you kind of get to that 45 degree. You should be plus or minus about 10 degrees on either side, about 90 degrees with the torso. Or if you're 35 degrees, you should be around that 70 degrees. Now, that's the torso. We'll come back with another episode and talk shoulders. about the shoulder rotation. But the shoulders yeah. do not turn the same amount as the torso. Right. Right. They should turn more. And you're, you know, some of the 3D systems can't distinguish between the two, but that's not reality. The reality is the shoulders and torso do not turn the same. Uh, 
but we're just talking about pelvis and torso today, should basically be in that double range, plus or minus about 10 degrees. And if you can't, then start looking at the tilts and bends because that's probably where something's wrong. Or if you're just way more turned one or the other, again, start looking at the bends and tilts because that's where you're going to see the issue. Yes, sir. All right. That takes care of our windows of movement with the pelvis and torso. Uh, anything that we need to uh, mention before we take off? I don't think so. Um, like we always we do here, we ask if you if you're enjoying these, please share them with your golfing buddies uh, so they can they can enjoy them and get something out of them as well. Especially everyone's kind of cooped up right now, so we're trying to help as many golfers as we can, and you guys can help us do that. Yeah, guys, and if you like the podcast, just drop a note, do a review for us, leave us a rating. It really helps us out. And as always, we appreciate you listening and uh, we'll see you on the next one.